4: Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
0: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Pretty quiet there in the last segment when I asked, what all did you think about the um, breakdown of what I did with the FEC and then even talking about Rhino Watch? But again, I'm asking the question, and I'm going to continue this on with Andy. What do some of you specifically think about the information That we gave out. Does it change, this is the question, everything we've been over the last couple of hours, does it change your opinion of what's going on in the Colorado State GOP right now? I would like an answer, yes or no. And if you want to call in anonymously, some of you, I know voices, I get it. There's no judgment here, by the way. I just want to know, what are your feelings? Did we explain it very well? Did we open any eyes? Or do you think Andy and I are just both clear out in left field and have no idea what we're talking about? I want to know what your thoughts are. Fair enough. So give us a call.
6: Well, in the meantime, John, can I ask you something? Always. Because, as you know, I I have nothing personal against anybody who's with the Colorado GOP right now. I'm fine with it. And there are many good people on the team. And, honestly, I've never had any negative interactions with uh, Dave until recently over this stuff. Of course, he's frustrated, and I understand that. But all I want is for the had, I, all I want is for our state party to resume being fair. Absolutely no Correct. bias. Correct. Absolutely I'm neutral. I'm good with Absolutely that. Absolutely no divisions in the party. Absolutely not calling some people rhino. You shouldn't be using those terms when you're running the party. Okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't when I was in leadership. All I want is for them to start uniting us and stop dividing us. Agree. Okay. And and I guess Agree. Here's, so here's what I want to ask you.
0: Be a uniter, not a divider.
6: <laughs> yes. Here's what I want to ask you, John. How important is neutrality from the top?
0: Huge in this particular situation. I've talked about that many times with you and without you, because when you're trying to run any organization and you are the person at the top, and folks, I don't care whether you're running... A church, I don't care if you're running a nonprofit, I don't care if you're running an association uh, in regards to that end of things. Now, a business is a little different because, yes, you want to be a uniter as a business owner, unite customers, and all of that. That's a whole different conversation. And that's different because you're not leading a group of volunteers. You're leading people that you have hired to do something a specific way. But when we start talking about volunteer organizations, which in this case, the GOP, has a lot of volunteers that help out. Right. And given the fact that you're relying on volunteers and you're trying to unite people, it's imperative that that uniting comes from top down. Because if you're not, you're not, if you're not uniting, you're going to be dividing. And that's the problem we have in the GOP in Colorado right now, is it's dividing.
6: Well, I agree. It's like when they came out and endorsed Trump, Okay. Once again, Trump's going to be the nominee.
0: Right, which I'm fine with, by the way.
6: Yeah, I'm fine with. We've known that for a long time. But we're still in the middle of a primary. And at the time, you had Vivek, you had, um, let's see here, obviously DeSantis and Nikki, and they were still running. And you have people who support those candidates who are longtime volunteers and donors and, and and let's face it, very hard workers here with the Colorado Republican Party. They are people who have been working hard for this party in this state for years, decades, and you just offended them. You just endorsed against their candidate, who, by the way, their candidate sent a bunch of money in to be part of our primary. Okay. When you violate neutrality, you upset people. You hurt them. Mm-hmm you anger them you ail I, get, I think the best word is alienate you alienate these people needlessly there's no reason to trump's going to be the nominee anyway why are you doing this they're doing it to make a point they're doing it because i got to be honest the crc right now you're talking about a lot of people who have come up th- you know let's face it caucus and then assembly mm-hmm. and then you've brought together a lot of people who overwhelmingly, our supporters, not all, but our supporters of this kind of bias and that we have right now running the party. And when you do that, John, you're going to hurt people. Right. And when you hurt people, guess what? Those people are going to stop showing up
0: so much. Yep. Somebody said, we love the show, but it's a little boring for us Wyoming residents. Yeah, you guys are in Wyoming. I get it. Sorry. This is sort of a state thing here in Colorado. That's all, true. Although, although, fair warning, <clears throat> what goes on in one state? Yep could easily go on in another. So it's something that you all need to be paying attention to just as much in Wyoming as our folks in Colorado are because, by the way, what's happening here could very easily happen in your state. Yeah, you, yeah, thank you. Charlie just said in my ear, you guys should go read your own state reports and make sure that you're dialed in on that, just like I did here in Colorado, by the way.
6: Well, and by the way, Wyoming has gone through a lot of these things as well.
0: Yes, they have. They've
6: gone through a lot of frustration. That's why Liz Cheney was able to honestly hang on as long as yeah, she did.
0: I, mean, I, I get this is definitely, in this case, a Colorado uh, problem, I guess you could say, although some of you that are listening from possibly other states, including... Utah, New Mexico, Kansas, Nebraska, uh, you could easily have the same issues going on.
6: Okay, in that that case, let's go national with this, okay? Trump's going to be the candidate, right? And to win, we've got to unite all factions of the party, okay? And that includes the Liz Cheney supporters up in Wyoming. That includes people who are considered more moderate in the party. How are we going to do it? I believe we can. I do. I I actually believe we definitely can. Yeah,
0: you can. Again, this is what I say constantly, and I know people probably think I'm a broken record, but this is true whether you're in any state. You have to have solid leadership. It's the one thing I keep harping on, even on the National Crawford Roundtable. Where are the leaders, whether it be in the state party, whether it be in the national party? Where are our good leaders? And quit telling me, well, we've got one. We need to get him elected. One person can't just be the leader. In fact, what I will tell you is, this is the problem of a lot of organizations, nonprofits and churches included. When there's only one person there that can lead, and that one person leaves, it's a problem because nobody's been trained on how to handle things after they're gone.
6: Yeah, and John, I'm sorry. When you believe that only one person can lead us, bring us back, and all this, at that point you're talking messianic. At that point, you're talking, you're talking religious. dictatorship
0: type stuff. It's just ridiculous, well, Andy. You can't say that. Yeah,
6: but I, but, but Trump is the op- opposite of a dictator. I understand. He's the kind of guy who has less power in the federal. Government, no, I understand. Not but more. Andy, what I'm
0: getting at there is this is how dictators get elected because they believe there's only one person that can handle the job when nothing could be farther from oh, the yeah. truth. Well,
6: you're right. That is how they get elected.
0: And that's the problem. And I'm not yeah, please, nobody think I'm, t- I'm calling Trump a dictator. No, he's no. the opposite. Now, yeah, far, 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 far from that. I'm not saying that at all. And I, as I've said many, many times, I know I get criticized a lot for criticizing him, which, again, is a problem. When you can't criticize someone that you like and that you're trying to help <clears> become better, iron sharpens iron, by the way, folks. When it's a problem, when you can't say anything about that individual, that. That in and of itself is a problem, right? You just hit on something,
6: okay? And this gets into this upcoming campaign. I am calling on everybody on our side, and we do have a side, to be Trump supporters, not Trump followers.
0: Big difference.
6: Yes, and here's what I mean. If you are a person who who gets angry immediately when you see lack of loyalty to america you are a trump supporter if you are a person who gets angry immediately when you see lack of loyalty to trump you are a trump follower right okay the first when you're a trump supporter you are going to draw people in and get more people to vote for trump why because you're putting america first and that's all you talk about now you can say well we all put america first yeah but but it's got to be only that If you demand loyalty to Donald Trump, and if you lash out instinctively at everybody who you see not being fully loyal to one man, to Donald Trump, you are going to drive away voters for Donald Trump.
0: You're part of the problem, not the solution.
6: Yes, because I got news for you. Those are the people. Those are the people who people in the middle can't stand. They no. have no problem with Trump supporters. They're fine with Trump supporters. Trump supporters come to them and say, hey, we put America first. Here's, here's this, this uh, policy, I believe, in this one. This We want to, You know, the border and all okay, this, so, and here's so, how it
0: benefits you. So hold that you. thought, because I want to come back to that, because okay. I think there's things that folks could do Okay, to message to those individuals. And by the way, I think Trump could do the exact same thing. There's a lot of wins on our side of the aisle, and future wins— on our side of the aisle, that need to be communicated to those individuals. And it's a prime, prime, prime opportunity for us and Trump both to help get this country moving forward in the right direction. But it has to be done correctly, and some of what even Trump is doing now and what he's running on isn't going to work. Let's go after the things that we know we can win on, and I've got some examples I'll share with you in a moment as to how I'm, what I mean by that. But, but let's, let's focus on our strengths and quit trying to change some of those weaknesses. We'll be back and talk about that, shall we? Flesh Law, speaking of strengths, yes, he is very good when it comes to law and going to court. He is not afraid to go to court. There's a lot of attorneys, by the way, that avoid going to court. They'll do everything, and, and really, at all costs not to go to court, including settling when they shouldn't. That's not Kevin Flesh. 303-806-8886.
1: Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesch and Beck Law. They get results.
0: Electrical problems, we have the fix. Genesis 13 Electric. Find him at KLZRadio.com.
4: Genesis 13 Electric owner Dustin Fulton follows his faith in how he runs his business. Dustin's brother was a master electrician who taught Dustin the ropes. Then, when his brother left for law school and took his certifications with him, Dustin wanted to continue his dream. He got his master electrician certification, and the rest is history. Now as owner of Genesis 1-3 Electric, Dustin has made biblical values central to his philosophy with several of his kids working for him. Dustin relishes every opportunity to teach all his employees Christ-like values and the importance of taking care of others, which has allowed them to help their clients in ways that other contractors lack. Excellence and integrity are two of Genesis's core drivers that Dustin dutifully passes down to his kids and employees alike, and it's been that way since they started. For the highest quality electrical services, reach out to Genesis13electric at klzradio.com slash light. And let there be light.
0: All right, Alan Davis, Level Engineering, find out if solar works for you, your home, your budget, all of that. There's a lot that goes into it, and no, you can't just get a quick passing by estimate from the person at Costco. Need to talk to Alan Davis. Find him today by going to klzradio.com.
2: Alan Davis, with Level Engineering, knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they install a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can. But Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com/solar for a free, no-obligation consultation.
5: This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Teresa at the Campion Church said, I have worked with this company for nine years. They are some of the best people to work with. When I call for service on our copier, they are always looking to get there as soon as they can. One time I had a deadline and my copier was down. I called them up to see if I could use a copier in their office and they said, come right on over. Duke has personally come and delivered a copier for our use for a few weeks to make high speed copies. I have enjoyed working with BES and would definitely recommend them. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at
2: 303-825-5664. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. And welcome back to Rush to
6: Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, John Rush together with Andy Pate. You know, John, I will say this. I believe Trump is running a much better campaign this time around than he did last time. I think it's been more positive. I think it's been more upbeat and I think it's been more informative. I agree. And also, I think that he is making incredible. Huge issue.
0: Right. Huge. Very, very across the aisle issue there's there's only hardcore democrats andy that believe in what's going on right now they're not going to vote for you anyway so who cares talk to the people that really understand the crisis
6: right the polling on it and i just saw some polling. Oh, it's huge oh my gosh huge john nearly half of democrats
0: yep no, it's are a, upset yeah, no, it's about a, how the border is being handled. It's a it's a solid did seventy seventy five percent of Americans think it's a problem, Andy.
6: Yeah, and did you see what is it uh, close to seventy percent of Americans side
0: with Texas? Right on what they did with the with the fence.
6: Exactly, yeah. and you know I I think that this is a, oh this just, is this
0: if this if is a Dems disaster waiting to happen oh, for the Democrats. That's right. If they don't handle this and, and wake up and do something different, th- this could be the nail in the coffin, Andy.
6: Exactly, but John at break you talked about the big issue that Trump needs to avoid so he can focus on that. If he avoids this one issue and focuses on that, I think he's going to crush Biden. Go
0: ahead. Stop talking about the steal. The middle doesn't care. Your supporters (laughs) do. You've already won them over. They already know. It doesn't need to be talked about anymore. Just move on. When that comes up and a reporter or anyone out there asks you, do you think the last election was stolen? Pivot from that. Andy said it best a moment ago. That was then. This is now. Yeah. I'm focused on winning in 2024. Right. That's what you say if you're Donald Trump. And by the way, all of you listening that are sort of in that camp as well, you have to start saying the same thing as well.
6: You know, and I think the people who are listening and who are in that camp think, but if we stop talking about it, the steal will happen again and again and again. And I'm looking at them thinking, guys, that's actually not true. We've actually advanced in many states and improved a lot of election laws. And we're going to continue. Here's the thing. You, I don't want you to stop talking about election integrity. No, no, I no. want you to stop That's talking different. about
0: the steal. That's right. Those are two different, sub- two different conversations.
6: Exactly. It, it, it sounds great when you come out and say, look, I just want to make sure every vote is a legal vote. Okay, that way I'm protecting your vote. I want every legal vote to count. Right. And look at somebody and say, nobody should displace your vote. Right. With an illegal one. Correct. Nobody. You know what they're going to say? Yeah, I agree with that. But if you say, because of what happened in 2020, and basically, here's what's really happening. This large contingent of Trump supporters are basically demanding that the voters bow down and admit that Trump was robbed in 2020.
0: Yeah. You can't say stupid things that I saw this last week where you say, well, I think Trump will win his third election. Yeah. That's a dumb statement, folks. That is you, a, can't, you can't say things like that. It's just dumb.
6: It's a loaded statement. you got to back it up. And that just takes you down a rabbit hole that's going to be negative. You don't want to go down.
0: Quit going down that path.
6: Right. Look, you and I will very, very easily say, was he robbed? Absolutely, by the FBI that colluded with big tech to, yep. to Silence. More of that the, than uh, probably Hunter, anything, Andy. Yeah, the Hunter Biden story, that was the biggie. And yeah. guys, that's the low-hanging fruit. That's easy. You don't have to prove that. It's been proven. Right. Okay? Done. Had that been... Had the Hunter Biden story come out, all the polls say the exact same thing. Trump wins easily. Yep. That's all you need. So you don't st- need... So
0: stop talking about the other.
6: Why are you trying to prove all this other stuff, especially when you are crushing them on the border? You are crushing them, by the way, on education. Right. They don't want our schools teaching kids
0: their values. Yeah, there's the two, three big issues right now. It's always kind of that, that trifecta, if you would. There's three okay. big issues that Trump should be focusing on right now. The border being one, of course, Andy. absolutely. The economy being number two. I will put more money in your pocket. Elect me. I'm putting more money back in your pocket that Joe Biden and the left have stolen from you. And I, that's and oh, by two. the way, I already
6: did. Remember, two years before before COVID.
0: Yeah, that's an easy one. You can go back in time now yeah. and say, remember back when I was president, what it was like. I'll bring you those good times again. And then number three, this whole. Nonsense, which by the way is a, is a big one on both sides of the aisle as well. This whole transgender nonsense, you know, guys and women's sports and so on and so forth. That's a biggie that the majority of people will back you up on. Concentrate on those three things. That's it. Those three things will win your election.
6: Oh, those are winners.
0: Is that simple? It, done. Simple.
6: Well, uh, I. Will,
0: will our side do that is the question. I am going to. And, and really add- quick, Andy, by the way, this, for a lot of you listening that are maybe candidates yourself. Okay. I just gave you the three things you should be talking about in your own candidacy, by the way. Oh, yes.
6: i got to add one. Go ahead. And and I've said it many times here, and I'm going to say it again. A child's success should be the only agenda in public schools. You, well, you can dovetail that
0: into your transgender topic, of Fair course. Enough. Fair yes. enough. Yes. Yeah. In, in other words— Because you could transition <coughs> even into where our scores are at, what are we doing in schools, and so on. And really, you know, talk about transitioning— instead of using it as I'm going to transition from a boy to a girl or a girl to a boy, how about we transition these kids into the top students in the world? Yeah. Let's transition them that way, Andy.
6: Right. Exactly. Makes sense? Yeah, because that sells.
0: Yes, now it sells. Look. I want your student to be the best they can be down the road.
6: I don't want to choose your student's values. I want to help your student succeed. Right. That's all I care
0: about. I want to help choose their success. Right. Not their values, their success.
6: I only want them to win. They can decide what kind of person they are when they do win. But I'm not going to have teachers basically telling them uh, anything, right, be a Christian or be transgendered or be whatever. Right. That's not what the teacher's supposed to do.
0: It's not their job.
6: But anyway, getting back to the border is the big winner. Huge. 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 Absolutely. Oh, and by my, the way, another you know, one.
0: By the way, even among immigrants that have come here legally, it's huge.
6: By the way, another one. Let's Let's not forget— That the Democrats wanted the cops defunded. Inner city crime and the fact that everybody is running to get out of the cities. Yeah. you got to capitalize on that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of one of your ancillary things I think you could get into. Again, I'm one. And Andy, you'll agree with this. It's true when you message. I agree
6: with you, by the way, those three big ones. Yeah, it's true when you message in
0: business. The shorter, the sweeter, the elevator pitch. You bet. What can you get said in 30 seconds or less that will help move your campaign forward? And I say this all the time, even to prospective candidates. If you can't do that well, drop out.
6: Well, I'm going to secure your border, fill your wallet.
0: And make sure your kids are successful.
6: And put your kids' success first. Yep. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Yep. Yep.
6: Now, after that, you want to know more? Okay, yeah, I'll give you more, but let's start right with that. I'm going to secure your border, fill your wallet, and put your kids' success first in schools
0: yep i hear you all right we'll take a quick time out affordable interest mortgage is next kurt rogers whether you're looking for a first-time home first-time buyer or you've been doing it for a very long time you just want to know what kurt can do for you he's got tons and tons of programs out there now give him a call 720-895-0500
3: got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough need relief now Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? that debt ratio is too high, we can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment in debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS, 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender.
0: All right, Hi-Fi Plumbing, folks. Whatever you need when it comes to plumbing, and really, I mean that sincerely. There's things that happen. There's plumbing issues that crop up at all the wrong times. Make it the right time by calling Hi-Fi Plumbing,
1: 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Freezing temps are on their way, and Hi-Fi Plumbing wants to make sure that your pipes are prepared for it. If you have faucets on outside walls that are prone to freezing, open the cabinets where possible and make sure your home stays warm enough to keep them working properly. Leave water dripping when you can to keep it flowing through the pipes, especially on exterior walls. If you think you might have a freezing problem, call High 5 now before it freezes or you run the risk of water freezing solid, blocking High 5 plumbers from helping you until it thaws out completely. If you've had family visiting, they've undoubtedly pointed out all of the loose fixtures, drippy faucets, and fixes you've been putting off. And one call to High 5 can fix them all. So reach out to High Five Plumbing today to make your home winter ready by going to klzradio.com plumbing.
0: Premier Home Remodels, and again, if you're looking to do a remodel project, they're the place to call. They can help you from beginning to end. KLZ Radio is the place to find them, klzradio.com.
4: Premier Home Remodels is fully transparent in every aspect of your home remodel. They take customer service to the next level with their online portal, offering you daily updates, progress photos, and even a calendar to track your remodel process. Their portal also allows you to access benchmarks for payments and presents the licenses of each tradesman on site, so you know you're always in safe and skilled hands. And they want you to share design ideas and photos that inspire you so every aspect of the plan is what you want. Premier maintains full transparency by professionally documenting project progress with before and after photos, so you are always up to date. You want a team that will always inform you every step of the way with your remodel. Contact Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel.
1: Were you shocked like I was to find out that the radical left has been targeting elementary age kids with their ideology for decades? They have been sowing gender confusion, communist thought, and their woke agenda with amazing success. Finally, there's something you can do. Join the counteroffensive. Everything counts. Hi, my name is Tom Mulzano, and I'm the director of a children's ministry designed to bring God's truth to kids with fun and laughter. For 30 years, I've been entertaining kids and sharing the gospel with puppets and object lessons designed to build faith in a biblical worldview. How can you help? Help us reach the next generation. We need resources to be able to do everything we have a vision to do. Jesus said the fields are white for the harvest. We use everything that you give to reach more kids with the gospel. Visit our site on klzradio.com children to learn more.
4: Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing,
0: where every call ends with a high five. All right, don't forget, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Somebody texted and said, with kids and education, that conversation, you have to define very specifically what you mean by success. My answer back was, Yes, I agree with that. That's hard to do in 30 seconds or less, but maybe, Andy, you have an idea on how you could do that in a very – because, again, keep in mind, everybody, when you're doing this messaging, especially early on when you're either doing TV commercials or you're just sort of out there stomping around trying to gain constituents, you're at the door, you've got to be very quick – and get this message out as fast as you can and make it believable.
6: Right. And what I always teach people, you know, I do seminars on this. Folks, in your opening that sales pitch, you're not trying to explain the world to them. You're trying to set the hook. Right, And the way you do that is to put their needs first. They care about their child, not your agenda. And that's why I always teach people on this to say, just public schools, just so you know, your child's agenda. I mean, your child's success is my only agenda In public schools now if they ask well what do you mean by that
0: yeah what do you mean by success andy
6: now they've opened the door for you to explain further and what i would say at that point is very simple oh i first of all i don't want to define i want your child and you to define what is going to be success for your child they could go into the trades they could be president they could go to college they could do whatever i don't want to limit your child by defining that for them but i will say this okay i will say this I want our school and its resources to be there to for whatever equip, your child wants to equip them yeah. to get
0: there. There you go, I, and I agree with that. Is that fair? Yeah, and I think you could say that pretty quickly, and I agree with this texture. I mean, it's a, it's a hard thing to do in you know that thirty second or less elevator pitch, but yeah, you could couch that correctly to where you could you know, really define that as you know I want your child to be a participant. Because by the way, I think for the for the longest time, even to a large extent today, Andy, sometimes the child, the the student doesn't have a lot of say in what success is going to be. A teacher, an advisor, a counselor, mom or dad are setting all those expectations. In turn, kids go off and go to college and do things that maybe they didn't even want to do in the first place. And we wonder why when they get out, they can't go do anything because they never went and did what they wanted to do in the first place.
6: Yeah.
0: Am am I right in that?
6: You're totally right. They had too many teachers and counselors and so forth putting you know, posters up on the wall and basically saying, this is good. That is not good. Here is what you should be. Here is what you should value. And it's like hey, guys, your only job is to give them tools.
0: Well, and, they, they're going to build their own world. Part of the conversation could also be, if the door is open, because you're not going to do this in 30 seconds, but part no. of the conversation could also be, I also want to help your child find what those things are that they're very good at and successful at. Because, you know, there's this old saying, let's work on strengths rather than weaknesses, because weaknesses are really hard to change. So what is your child really good at that we could, as society, help them excel at?
6: Yeah, let me, can I give you another bit of wording? I would say, I want to help your child find their greatness, right. his greatness, her greatness. And it's so important not to try to define what success or greatness is. Because that's different to the every person. The second you do that, you're, yep. number one, it's different to everybody. It's, number two, you're going to be giving your own opinion on that. What you want to do in that elevator pitch, in those first few words, because you only got a few words, right. is to let them know your priority is your child's right. success.
0: On top of that, if that door gets I open, help them find you know, their greatness. one of the things we've done as a society, which you could also use in your conversation, would be, you know, for years and years and years, we've said that a child's only successful if they graduate college. I want to change that, because guess what? There's a lot of kids, there's a lot of billionaires, by the way, that never went to college, and they're billionaires. I was reading about Rick Hendricks, who's a big race car guy, and I came up in one of my conversations today with one of my coaching clients, because he does a lot of things at the auction I was just at, and so on, and so somebody was asking about him, and I said, you know, Rick's kind of one of those rags-to-riches stories, and I went and looked it up, and other than a little bit of trade school, Andy, that's all he ever did as far as quote-unquote college goes, yet the guy's a billionaire today. So- do you have to go to college to become a billionaire? No, you don't.
6: Right. And by the same token, is it evil to go to college? No. No, it is not. It's great. It's great either way. I don't want to, John, you're the kid right now. I mean, you're the parent of this kid. I don't want to define your kid's greatness. I want to help them find their greatness.
0: Correct. Yes. And most people would agree with that.
6: And by the way, the most important person guiding them there isn't me, it's you.
0: Yeah, and as a society, we have tried to define greatness for them. We need to quit doing that yes. and let our students define what their greatness is.
6: Yes! Our society is dictating what their greatness
0: is. We've got to change that.
6: You've got to like this. You've got to like that. You've got to go here. You've got to go there. Hey, wait a minute. This is supposed to be a free society full of liberty.
0: Right. 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 If your kid wants to dig a ditch for a living and be the best ditch, ditch digger there is, more power to him. You bet. We'll we'll help him do that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. By the way, that was one of the things my dad always taught us was, you know, guys, I don't really care how you end up. As long as you are doing what the Lord wants you to do, you're serving— you're, you're doing all the things that you need to be doing along those lines. I don't care if you dig a ditch or you become president of the United States. At the end of the day, it's all that matters is that you're doing what you need to be doing in life, period. Yes. And, and by the way, when it comes to that, outwork the next guy.
6: And by the way, John, once again, talking to that parent, hey, at the end of the day, when your child does succeed in what, whatever way they go, no one's going to be prouder than you. So you should be the one guiding the most, not me.
0: This texter also I'm here to s- give tools. That's this it. texter also said the reason I brought this up is because people like a family member they have would say pushing trans and woke mentality is success. Uh, no, that's in this person knows it. No, that's as far from success as there is. In fact, that's an ideology has nothing to do with where you're going to end up in life.
6: Right. But look, but the texture is totally right. The schools are dictating that for you to believe in those things makes yep. you a better person. Yep. Hey, who are they to say what makes you a better person?
0: Yep. Yep. You're right.
6: And by the way, that goes both ways. If I were there, what I'd be telling these kids, you have to believe in Jesus to be a better person, to be more, you have to be more like me and share my beliefs to be a better person. Get that out of it. Yep. I Guess what? Yep. I'm a teacher. I'm an employee. That's all I am. I'm here to give tools, nothing else.
0: All right. Speaking of teachers, I was going to try to weave this in, so you just dovetailed into this perfect. I'm going to move this particular uh, segment down, and I'll tell you what. we can. I think we can squeeze this in before our next break. So I'm going to stick this into the third segment, Andy, and this is titled in your notes, Teacher Planning Time. So this is kind of a teacher subject you just got into. So question is, this is in the Colorado Sun, how many hours should kids be in school? Dozens of Denver schools are reducing class time so teachers can plan. The decision to send students home early every Friday next year at one Denver elementary school outraged some parents who worry their kids will be robbed of adequate learning time. Now, two sides to that. Number one, I don't think them being in school – an hour or two extra each week has anything to do with how well they learn because, frankly, I think they, uh, they spend too much nonsense hours doing things that have nothing to do with learning. That's another subject for another day.
6: Okay.
0: I, though, am a big one on, you're a teacher. You signed up for this job. There is but a few jobs in the world that don't require extra work outside of work to perform said job. So, frankly, as a teacher, I don't care if you have to do lesson planning at night, early morning, or the weekends. It's your job. Get over it. You don't need extra time on Friday afternoon to do so. Sorry. I'm hardcore on that one, Andy.
6: John, we're talking about people who get over two months off a year in the summer. Plus, they get every major holiday off and a huge Christmas vacation. Thank you. Come on.
0: Thank you. Come on. I agree with you. And by the way,
6: nobody's benefits are better than theirs.
0: So in this particular case, uh, more than 80 schools that are Denver Public Schools have an early release this school year, while another nine schools including a late start in their schedule. According to district data, it's not clear how many of those schools have converted those hours into time for teacher planning. Teachers need more time, however, is colliding with the same need among many parents, particularly those with rigid work schedules. Yes. But I'm going to go back to that first sentence. Teachers need more time. For what? For what? What do you need more time for? Again, if you're going to be successful in today's world, there's but a few jobs out there that don't require 50 to 60 hours worth of work to make that job successful. I don't care if you're a teacher putting in 60 hours a week. I don't care.
6: Well, John, are you telling me that you've never put in 60 hours a week? I still put in
0: that many every week. Yeah. And then some. I don't care. Oh, you're so oppressed. It's called getting ahead, Andy. It's called work. You don't do it by sitting on your duff. And to your point, they get a solid two months (laughs) in the year off anyway, so who cares? I'm sorry, I have no sympathy. You know... Oh, Charlie says, when do we get to Huey (laughs) Jeez.
6: You know, uh, that's funny. But um, we do have to keep one thing in mind. A lot of parents are upset, not because... They think teachers are being lazy. It's
0: because they want the, they, they want their Babysitter. state-tax-paid yes. Babysitter. babysitters. Yes, I, th- I'm not arguing that, Andy. I fully agree with you. I'm coming at it from a different angle, and yeah. that is I, I don't care that you need more time to plan. Figure it out. Figure it out. I don't care if you're up to 1 o'clock in the morning. Figure it out. It's what the rest of us do in the work world. I know. I mean, Andy, there's times where I've got stuff going on and I'm up either, you know, I got up super early yesterday morning. My wife's like, why are we up so early? Because I got crap to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I got stuff to do, so I had to get up early. I was gone over the weekend. I was gone last Thursday and Friday. I had a little bit of makeup things I had to do. I didn't have a choice. I had to get up early and get stuff done, Andy. It's what you do. Well, you should go on strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go on strike for myself. Do that. I, and I'm not trying to pump myself up by any stretch of imagination, but folks, you all no, know me. there are me. people all it, across Denver. There are people all across Denver,
6: Wyoming, everywhere that are listening, saying, yeah, I do the same yeah,
0: thing. Yeah, thank you. That's my whole point. Welcome to the crowd, teachers. Do you,
6: do you think John and Wyoming? whines about having to put in a few extra hours no where would i, I find the time I, I
0: read these stories and i honestly just want to throw up it's like you've got to be kidding me you signed up for this job you knew what it took and now you're whining that you need more planning time
6: are you telling me basically that for the that for the first time in months you had to dip your toe into the real world i'm sorry
0: I, it drives me nuts
6: yeah the me. real real world's hard It drives me nuts. And we value what teachers do. We do. We think it's wonderful. Thank you. But guess what? We value everyone for what they do. That's why they get paid, John.
0: And I don't know too many people, Andy. I don't know too many people that are super successful in this life that work a 30 to 40 hour work week. Now, there's some that have worked their way to that where they've got the schedules that enable them to do that. But by and large, people that are successful, work a lot, a lot of hours. It's what they do. Frankly, it's what they love to do as well. And I realize that just working extra hours doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make more money and be successful, although I will tell you. I, I even watch some of these quote-unquote motivational speakers at times where they tell you that you, know, you can get everything done in 20 hours a week. Uh, yeah, well, no, you can't. No. No, no, you, can. can't. no you can't. No, you can't. That, that's a dumb motivational speaker, by the way.
6: Just the people with whom you interact need you more than that.
0: Thank you, Andy. You're not going to get things done and lead properly by working 20 hours a week. It goes back to the whole leadership thing we talked about earlier. You're not going to get it done by working 20 hours a week. Do you ever get week. the
6: feeling that these people who preach that stuff are basically just appeasing selfishness?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. you know what? I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yes. You know, one, yes. Of the,
6: one of the reasons, and we'll go to break with this, but one of the reasons that we put in a lot of extra hours is because we care about those with whom we work. They need us.
0: There you go. I like that. I like that. Golden Eagle Financial, by the way, he's putting in hours, making sure that you're set financially as you go down the road. Al will keep you accountable on all that as well. Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, find him at klzradio.com.
5: You wouldn't plan a family vacation at the last minute. And Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial wants to make sure you don't plan your retirement last minute either. There are hundreds of systems and apps that promise to make you big returns fast. But those miss all of the contingencies and unknowns in your post-work world. Al considers things like long-term care, family needs, giving to charity, and everything else you care about. He gets to know you and customizes your plan to your wants and needs. If you want to travel, donate, volunteer, or even build a sailboat, whatever your specific desires are, you need someone experienced to lead you around potential pitfalls and traps. Don't take your future into your own hands. Trust someone to guide you through it so you don't just retire. You retire on your terms. Just go to klzradio.com slash money to start strategizing today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.
0: All right, KNR Home Transitions, the re up program, which allows you to take a home that probably needed remodeled a while back but never got done. You can get that remodel done. You can save money. You can make money. And at the end of the day, it benefits everyone, including, by the way, the buyer, which we should also talk about. Call KNR today. Find out how that works. KLZRadio.com is where you find them
7: when you have an inherited home you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start kat and robin of k and r home transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix, and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com home or call 720-437-8210.
0: Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, whatever you need when it comes to your heating and AC needs, a new furnace, an update, a filter change even, whatever it happens to be, give Cub Creek a call today. Find them by going to klzradio.com.
1: Cub Creek Heating and AC wants to show their appreciation for this community they serve and care deeply about. So they would like you to nominate one special family to be blessed with a toasty, warm house in 2024. If you know a family with an inadequate or broken heating system in their home, simply submit their name on klzradio.com HVAC with details about why you think that family is in need of a new heating system. Maybe their furnace is broken. Maybe it needs replacing. Cub Creek will review the nominations and pick one lucky family to receive either free service repairs or free equipment to get their heating system working the right way, right away. Cub Creek Heating and AC are REAM-certified pro partners so you can trust in the quality of their work. Don't wait. Head over to klzradio.com HVAC and nominate a family for the Cub Creek Furnace Giveaway now.
4: As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium gia never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online call 303-423-0162 extension
7: 100
2: it's time to leave your safe space this is rush to reason on klz 560 all right, and we are back. Thanks for listening
0: today. We appreciate it very much. This is our last segment. And uh, Andy, I do think that, well, really quick, sorry, I did it. I almost forgot this. Yeah. Somebody actually texted, are we now going to put a tip jar out for the teacher?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Thought do that was do an good. app
0: where you flip the screen. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny, actually. So good one, by the way. Good one. Tips. And I, I said, stop giving an ideas. That'll be next. That'll be next.
6: Look, teachers, I'm not going to say teachers don't ever have a hard life. They oh, no. do. I'm not saying and that. Every job is really hard at times.
0: Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want their job. So, yeah, no, I, I, would, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't want to be a teacher. I would stink at it, Andy. I know my limitations. That I would not do well at. So, no, I don't want to be a teacher. And I'm glad that they are. On the same token, you chose that prof- – this is, by the way, true with any profession. Right. There's a particular book writer, and I hope he's not listening, but a particular book writer that wrote a book about the life of grocery workers during the pandemic. And they keep wanting to come on air and keep wanting to come on air. And it's one of those where I just keep saying, nope, 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 mainly because – and I said this even back in the time. They were called frontline workers because they were in the grocery store helping people with their groceries during COVID, which I hated. And I actually had utter disdain for that particular title for people that were working in the grocery store. I get it. It was hard. People came in grumbling, blah, blah, blah. I get it. On the same token, it's kind of like the teacher. It's your job. Suck it up and do it. And and I don't consider you a frontline worker because you're there stocking the shelves at, you know, Sam's Club or. King Supers, I'm John, sorry. John, the
6: thing that angered me the most is they still had jobs. A lot of people, their businesses were getting closed down by the polices of the world. Right. They didn't have jobs. This restaurant, you know, has been shut down to only a third of its staff. That restaurant, you know, look, you're lucky you have a job. I don't want to hear it. There are people out there hoping that next government check will pay their rent.
0: Right. Right. Precisely. So, anyways, I okay. I, I just. When, when people call themselves, you know, frontline workers and so on, I mean, I didn't like that all the way during COVID. I didn't like the fact that we called doctors and nurses that. My feeling was anybody doing a job that kept the economy rolling was a frontline worker. And I exactly. hated singling individuals out for one reason or another. I mean, the guy picking up your trash, the guy making sure that your water was on, the guy making sure the power line above your head was working correctly. On and on we go. I mean, Andy, I can go down the list. The guy that kept your car running. I mean, I can go, I can go I, yeah. and I did this back during COVID because I hated, number one, I hated not Non-essential and essential business titles.
6: Yeah, I hated that.
0: And I absolutely despised frontline worker. Everybody that was working through that time deserved exactly the paycheck that they got during that time. And I appreciated each and every one of them. I didn't want to put any one of them on a pedestal above someone else.
6: Does it trouble you that our society is so quick to want to divide people up that way? Essential, unessential. Frontline, not frontline. That's the
0: Marxist way of doing things, Andy.
6: You mean more than he does. That's he why, means
0: more than you do. Which I've, which I've, had, I was corrected on this by a listener a while back, and I've done my very best to make sure I've titled this correctly. It's why. The Marxists came up with classifications for people, low-class, middle-class, upper-class. What we should say is low-income, middle-income, upper-middle-income, and so on. It's not class, it's income. And yes, there are different income levels, but that whole classification goes back to what you're talking about right there. It's exactly what the Marxists want to do. They want to put you in a particular class of individuals. Yeah. It sucks.
6: I'm sick of being... And I think, you know what? We've just come full circle. This comes back to what we were talking about with the party. I'm sick of people in power dividing us.
0: And demanding you think the way they do. Yeah. Because isn't that what's happening right now, even in the Colorado GOP? You've got to think (coughs) my way or you're a rhino. Get out. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Isn't that what they're saying?
6: Yes. If tomorrow, if they would stop all the dividing, not just them, but I'm talking society, quit dividing us. Unite us. Hey, guys... It takes all kinds. It really does. Why don't we start liking each other again? And when I see what's going on with the party right now, I look at them and I'm saying, will you please stop picking favorites? Stop saying this is a better kind of Republican than that kind. And just, hey, like each other. Because you know what you're basically doing? You're treating us as essential and non-essential.
0: Which, I again, I absolutely despise that. Even though... Most of the businesses that I was involved in, coaching and so on, were quote-unquote essential businesses. Even they hated that title. They're like, well, wait a minute. I can be open, but my neighbor who's been doing basically similar things to what I'm doing and servicing the public, he can't be open, but I can. What's wrong with that picture? It's ludicrous. It was absolutely a crock of you-know-what. Just shouldn't have been happening, Andy. It it was just another way. picked winners and losers.
6: Yeah, it was another way for people to prop themselves up over their neighbor. I'm better because exactly I do this. Which is exactly what
0: communism does. Yes, it does. Am I right? Yeah. It's again. It just means people. Just the wrong way to do it. It shouldn't be that way. And uh, I don't know. Um, I, anyways, uh, I. I hate those titles. I hate the way we classify people, to your point, Andy. I don't like any of that. I don't like the wording that's used. I didn't like it during COVID, and there's particular folks that have even written books along those lines. Yeah, I just refuse to have those folks on because I don't care what they wrote. I don't agree with it, so why have them on an interview? I agree. I'm not going to have you on because you're a knucklehead. Sorry.
6: One good piece of news, though.
0: Joe Biden and any Democrat who runs right
6: now, they're going to have a hard time winning this next election because all they do is divide us, and people are getting sick of it.
0: Yeah, and I you know, and I know we I got mean, a couple people are minutes. sick of it. You know, going back to the comments we made earlier, we got we got two minutes here left to talk about this. Really, okay. talk about the topics that really are near and dear to the people that are going to vote for you. The economy, dummy. The border. You know, where are we at? The border. The fact that people are going to come over here and be a drain on the economy we already have that's fragile, and on top of that, maybe taking some of the services that I might actually need, and or the job that I might actually have. And and it's interesting. Charlie and I were talking about this yesterday a little bit when you just. Are out in public listening to some of these people converse, and I was doing that a little bit at the auction. I would kind of listen here, listen there, kind of yeah. see what people were talking about. And yes, Andy, some of these topics are becoming very universal. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, people are tired of it. They are. We had a particular um, we were sitting at a table at the auction. A particular couple came up. It was a father and son from California, and they got to talking about the border and what's happening. And I don't know where they stood politically, but I'll tell you this much: they can't stand. What's happening at the border now a lot of car people right. are conservatives but there's a lot of liberals that are car people as well and I couldn't tell exactly where they stood but I'll tell you this they don't like what's going on at the border
6: black Americans a majority of black Americans are furious are siding with Texas and are furious with what's happening at the border look here's the bottom line John. We've got people picking favorites, not just in our party, but elsewhere, picking favorites, doing power moves. But most of America has one big message right now. We want our country back.
0: We want it back. We want to be able to succeed in life like we talked about a few moments ago. I want to quit paying such a high price for the goods and services that I'm buying. I don't want my grocery bill to be my entire paycheck. I want to be able to live a comfortable life with the work that I put in and so on.
6: Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want a guy competing against my, my daughter in swimming. Just, I want my country back.
0: There you go. I'll I want leave, normal. I'll leave it at that. Guys, have a great evening. And uh, don't forget, first hour replays next, where Andy and I really delved into the whole FEC report from the GOP. If you missed that, you're welcome to listen to the next hour. We really got into that in detail. Myself, Andy, and Charlie signing off. Have a great night. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.